Hello, my name is Alexander Ferrer, and I am the Education Coordinator at Youth Employment Services. And I'm Maury Morrison, and I'm an Employment Facilitator with Youth Employment Services. And you are listening to The Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. Today, we will be talking about the most common interview questions. So, Morag, what is probably the most common interview question one is asked at an interview? So this is a real classic, and it's usually the first one you're going to get. And it's, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And this one's super open-ended, but we have a great and very easy-to-remember way that you can format this question for yourself so that you've always got your pitch ready. You've got a quick, short, and sweet answer. And so the one that we have for that is equal. It's not spelled quite like equal, but it's E-Q-A-L. So the E stands for experience. The Q stands for qualification. So that would be your education and skills. The A stands for attributes. And the L stands for life. So again, you can remember with equal. So We're both going to share our equals today, and these are our actual equals that we might use in a job interview. So these are our actual experiences and qualifications. So Alexander, how about you share yours first? All right. Well, first for E for experience, I would, for instance, I would say I have worked as an employment specialist for two years, as well as working in the mental health field and non-for-profits for two years. So that would be an example of what I do for experience. For Q, I would say qualifications. Well, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, so that would be qualification. And also my knowledge of services provided in Winnipeg would be a qualification. Attributes, what attributes mean is like describing things. What describes me as a person? Who is Alexander? So this is what I would say. I would say I'm a fun, extroverted, passionate individual and I'm about my work. And very important to me to work in somewhere with a fulfilling and, you know, worth environment. So that's what I would say for attributes. And for life, these are sort of things that you do sort of as a side as well. And you can always relate things that you do that aren't necessarily related to work. And you can turn it into something that is related to work. So, for instance, what I would say is I play musical instruments. What does that say about me as a person? It means I am a creative person. So that's what my equal would be. And just to uh, reiterate, so equal doesn't have the U. What I always tell everybody, the U is you. So that's my cheesy take on equal. I love your cheesy takes, Alexander. I'm always here for them. So my equal is somewhat similar to Alexander's actually, but I say things a little bit differently. But this time, because you've already heard one, you've already heard the breakdown of it. I'm actually just going to say it as is. I'm not going to specify what the E, Q, A, and L are. And I want you, the listener, to try to figure that one out yourself and see if you you can sort out what's E, what's Q, what's A, and what's L. But I do cover them all, and I cover them all in that order. So if I had someone say, can you tell us a bit about yourself? which fun fact, this equal that I'm going to share with you is pretty much exactly the same one that I actually said in my job interview for Yes when they opened with, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I've worked as a program coordinator in the nonprofit sector for the past three years since graduating university. My university program focused on community development and working in the charity sector. My strongest program management skills include program tracking and reporting, workshop development and facilitation, and building relationships with clients. 
I am passionate about doing work that aligns with my values, and I love working with people. I sit on the board for my local neighborhood association, and for fun, I like organizing skill swaps between friends so we can all learn skills like making pasta from scratch or how to make soap. Very good. So the another common question that I'd ask during an interview is, what is your greatest strengths and what are your, what are your greatest weaknesses? Well, I think during an interview, you shouldn't really focus so much on your weaknesses. But when an employer asks you, what are your weaknesses? You really do have to try to think of a weakness. But it's all about tailoring that weakness into possibly a strength. So how do you do this? You use the PNP method. That means positive, negative, positive. It's a positive sandwich. So you talk about a positive thing first, the negative thing, at the end on a positive note. Sometimes you can turn that negativity into a positive thing. I will give you an example with that. So as for me as a person, I am very good with people. I'm a big people person. But I know that sometimes I'm not the most organized person. But I know if I do write things down, I'm able to get things done. And it's a skill that I'm learning all the time. Now, I talked about how my weakness is something that I'm learning all the time. That's not really a weakness, is it? It's just something I'm learning about. Something that you're learning about isn't a weakness. So that's how you can turn your negative thing about you into a strength. Yeah, and that's an important thing. All of these questions that we're talking about today, and we're giving you these quick ways to structure them, it's something that we want you to be thinking about ahead of the interview and preparing your answers. You don't have to prepare word for word, but having a general idea of how you're going to structure your answer and what you're going to cover is really going to help you be able to comfortably answer questions in the job interview. Another one you might get asked, and this would be closer to the end of an interview, would be, why should we hire you? And for that one, we're going to say JEEP. So that one stands for job requirements, experience, enthusiasm, and personality. So this one's a little bit different from the other ones in that some of them, like the enthusiasm and the personality, you want to kind of show throughout, but you are also going to want to really highlight at the end of it. So for my Jeep, what I did was I actually went and looked at a posting for a job at a pet store in customer service, because I've done a lot of customer service jobs in my life. So I knew that would be something that I would be able to talk about my personal experience in. So I went through and I looked at the job posting and I looked at the requirements and I based my Jeep around that. So this is another part of preparing for the interview is you want to go look back at the job posting so that you know you're going to be ready to talk about what they're looking for in the job and be able to talk about how you're going to be able to meet those requirements. So for the posting that I looked at, here's my Jeep, the job requirements. I have demonstrated ability to excel in the requirements for this job, including providing customer service, general maintenance of the store, as well as assisting in unloading and stocking deliveries of the products. My experience. I have three years of experience working in retail environments where I sold a wide variety of products and worked with point of sale systems where I handled cash, credit, and debit. Enthusiasm. I love working as part of a team and with customers to provide an excellent in-store experience. My personality, I have shopped at your store for years and love using your products with my pet dog. So with that one, you can see I went through and I really tailored my answer to that specific job. And that's something that's really important 
You want to prepare for each job interview individually and make sure that the answers you have are relevant to that job that you're interviewing for. And I think one of the most important things about Jeep is the enthusiasm and personality. What do you try to, you know, you're in for an interview. You really have to show who you are as a person. I don't know. You guys probably remember me talking about this every podcast, and I will say this every podcast. But my buddy, Uncle Julio, when he introduced himself to my dad and said, why should we hire you? He showed his personality. And I think that's so important when talking about why should we hire you. The E and the P are so important. You got to be enthusiastic because, hey, these people actually might pay you one day. So you got to be excited when they ask you, well, why should we hire you? Well, it's obvious why they should hire you because you are the best person for the job and you would love to work there. Another question that might get asked of you, and this one can really vary, is what's called a situational interview question. So those are questions that start with, tell me about a time that you, and there can be any anything following that pretty much. So some of the most common ones are, tell me about a time that you handled a challenging customer, or tell me about a time you worked as part of a team, or tell me about a time you went above and beyond. There can be any number of different ways that they can ask a question. And the, the reason they're asking you this is so they can suss out how you react and respond to certain situations. So for this one, we say STAR. So this one stands for situation, task, action, and result. So Alexander's gonna give us a situational question with a STAR answer here. So I think it's very important to actually have a real story in mind. A lot of times when I do interviews, I notice that I ask uh, the people I'm interviewing, tell me about a time that you went above and beyond or tell me about a time that you had a difficult situation. And they give me a general situation. They say, oh, well, sometimes when I deal with customers, they do this and they do that. I think it's really important to try to think of a real story, something that actually happened. So the situation or task, those are very similar things. Try to think of a, you know, you were told to do something or something actually happened. And I'll give you an example that happened in my own life. This is a true story, by the way. So I used to work at a mental health drop-in center and there was a guy there, let's just call him Ben. And Ben came in and he wasn't in a very good mood at all. He was swearing. He was just stomping around. He was, it was, it was kind of concerning. So I went up to Ben and I said, Ben, what's going on? And he said, I'm just really upset right now. I don't want to talk about it. So I said, okay, Ben, why don't you go and play on the drums over there? Because we had a whole drum set and I had a whole kit there. And he started playing and he was playing too loud. And you know what happened? It was too disruptive. But then I redirected him. I said, Ben, what's going on? Let's just go talk to me. Let's go outside and go for a little walk. And after we talked to him for a little bit, he actually felt a lot better. And he left the drafting center in a pretty good mood. So I think that's a really good example of a story that actually happened. And, talk, and I talked about everything that happened, even talked about that I messed up. I did something wrong. But then I resolved it by actually getting him to uh, go outside with me and I got to talk to him. So try to think of something in your life. It doesn't have to necessarily be work-related. It could be something in your life that you've dealt with, a difficult situation that you've dealt with in your life. So just try to think of those stories in your head before you go into an interview. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the breakdown of that one I think was really awesome. You did it all in order. The situation was that you had a client who was having a pretty rough day and that was causing 
kind of some disruption in the center. Your task was that you originally tried to kind of get him to do something else. That one didn't work out. So then you tried, okay, I'm going to move forward and I'm going to invite him out for a walk. The action was you actually went for that walk. You had that talk. And the result was that, you know, it ended up improving your client's day as well as kind of lessening that disruption from the center as well. So I think that's a really, really great example. And that's something the really the best thing about questions to me is that even though it can seem a little bit daunting because there's theoretically any number of questions you can get asked, is usually if you can come up with solid three or four stories, you'll be able to answer almost any question they ask you. Because that that answer that Alexander gave is something that could actually be relevant for a number of different questions. So that could be, tell me about a time that you handled a challenging client, or tell me about a time that you went above and beyond, or tell me about a time that you had to resolve a problem in a timely manner, right? That could that could be relevant for any of those questions. So I always encourage my clients, we'll sit down together and we'll come up with three or four different stories, and then we'll have a whole list of theoretical questions in front of us, and then we'll tick off, okay, how many of these does this story work for? So if you get asked any of these ones, this is the story that you can use. And then if you get asked any of those questions, this is the story that you can use. And just knowing how you're going to use those different answers is going to be really helpful for you. The last question we're going to talk about is, why did you leave your last job? And this one is one that will come up, especially if there's a gap on your resume sometimes, which we've talked about in previous episodes. It can also come up, you know, why are you leaving your current job and something like that as well. And this one, we're actually going to bring back another one of the same outlines we used before. So we're going back to PNP, so positive, negative, positive. And so my answer for this one is I really enjoyed my last role in a specialty health product store that I worked in for three years. I had a short-term opportunity to show up for me in school to do a summer internship. I knew this internship was an important step in some of my long-term goals, which meant I had to quit my job. Although I'm no longer with the specialty health products company, I learned many sales and teamwork skills that I know would help me be an asset to your team. So in that one, I start off by speaking highly of my last job. I've got that positive saying, you know what, I was in this job for three years. This is what I did. And then the negative doesn't have to be super negative. It just was me explaining why I decided to leave that job. This isn't a space where you want to take time to focus too much on the negative. You don't want to be giving a really in-depth answer of the conflict you had with your coworkers, or your boss or anything like that. This one, you just want to keep that part short and sweet. Just give an explanation as to why you left or why you're leaving. And then focus back in again on the positive. Focus on what skills you learned in that job or what you got out of that job that's going to help you succeed in this future job. You really want to focus on that positive at the end and not just that negative in the middle. So those are some of the most common interview questions that you will get during an interview. Again, I think one of my biggest recommendations for everybody is to be confident um, and know that, you know, you have a good chance of getting the job, especially if you get to the interview portion. And you have to try to sort of think about this. A lot of times interviews might seem like an interrogation, but in reality, they aren't. 
people just want to get to know you. It might seem like an interrogation, but it is not an interrogation at all. So if you want help preparing your interview questions, here at Youth Employment Services, we serve youth aged 16 to 29 located in Manitoba. You can visit our website, www.yesmb.ca, to find our contact us page to get in touch with any one of our employment facilitators to book a one-on-one -on -one free appointment. We do things like mock interviews, where we'll go through, we'll ask you some of these questions. You can practice out your equal, your Jeep, and your star. Or we can just do interview prep if you want help getting those answers together. Thanks for joining us on the job pod.